Hi, my name is Godman Akenabi. Thank you for joining me on the Better Half Relationship Podcast. This podcast is designed uh, to strengthen marriages and relationships that will lead to marriage with God's wisdom. On this episode, I will be discussing fighting the surge of disposable marriages. I'm sure you're all familiar with uh, disposable items, paper towels, disposable cups, disposable plates. Uh, the, the thing about disposable items is that they're not designed to last for a long time or to withstand any kind of pressure. Uh, so you use them and dump them. Uh, and um, sadly today, many marriages have become disposable in, in, in terms of their lacking uh, the characteristics of durability. Disposable marriages have been rampant with people uh, simply vowing till divorce do us part rather than till death do us part. As a result, marriages have dissolved in months, in weeks, even in days. Uh, but the truth is that many people who find themselves in such disposable uh, relationships uh, probably didn't start out you know, with the intention of making it disposable. In fact, many people want uh, the classic fairy tale happily ever after. But over the time, certain attitudes, misconceptions, uh, some kind of behaviors erode the fabric of their relationship and it becomes uh, good only for the dustbin of life. Uh, it's my desire to help you strengthen your marriage and make it highly non-disposable. Uh, I'm a firm believer that marriage ought to be sweet and enjoyable and to last forever. Uh, why? Because God instituted it to be like that. That's God's original intention is for it to last forever. And everything that God created, uh, the Bible says, was good. So your marriage has to, uh, you know, your marriage has that, that inherent uh, value of goodness and rightness within it. And you must believe it, you must understand it to be so. So, first things first, to ensure that your marriage is not disposable, this is the idea, marry your friend. Preferably, marry someone you would consider uh, to be your best friend, or at least one of your friends, uh, one of your best friends, let me put it that way. Marry somebody that you can build a strong friendship relationship with. Uh, simple, uh, you know, to say, some people will say that it's not easy to find a friend to marry. Uh, is it that simple? Actually, many people find out fairly early in marriage that they married uh, people that they were attracted to, not necessarily people that they were friends with. The, the, thing, the important thing is that attraction is not enough. As a result of marrying somebody that you're attracted, I mean, that you're attracted to and it's only about attraction, what eventually happens is that you're focused on the sexual passion and it cools off so fast when you get married. Uh, so people eventually find out uh, that they didn't really have too many enjoyable things to do with their spouse outside of sex. So if you uh, didn't marry your friend to begin with, then I strongly advise that you make your existing spouse, your friend. So how do you know that your spouse is your best friend? I'll ask a few questions just to help you figure it out. All right, let's go. Um, if you get a promotion today, who is the first person you will think of calling? 
Another question. When you suffer a loss or disappointment, whose comfort do you crave the most? Maybe I should ask another question. And this is very interesting. Who can't you wait to share that hilarious joke with? Or who is it uh, that is incredibly difficult for you to keep a secret from? You know, when you answer all these questions, you are trying to figure out whether your spouse is actually your best friend. Because if your spouse is not in the first three people that you consider calling, sharing a joke with, uh, uh, thinking of uh, somebody to comfort you in a very difficult situation, and your spouse is not one of the first three, then your spouse is not truly your friend. And you need to uh, come to terms with that. So if you just discover your spouse isn't your best friend, uh, please know that this episode isn't about making you feel bad or inadequate or making you feel like maybe I married the wrong person or this marriage is not going to work. It's about sharing how, with God's help, you can make your spouse your best friend because that's the way it should be. All right. So many couples assume that marriage will automatically build friendship. And this is false. Nothing can be further from the truth. Friendship in marriage is never automatic. It requires intentionality. You need to accept responsibility for building friendship in your marriage. So love and friendship are choices that we make. They don't just happen. They require deliberate effort by both parties. And it's not a one-man thing. It's not just for one person. Both of us need to make the decision that we're going to be deliberate about how we focus on building love and friendship. And friendship trumps passion in marriage. Passion can fade off easily. Uh, things happen. Uh, situations and circumstances of life will drain passion, uh, but situations and circumstances of life actually strengthens friendship when friendship is in existence. Uh, when you, you get, a, I mean, get hit by something very strongly, um, a child is sick, uh, pregnancy becomes um, a troubling experience, it's an opportunity for friendship to get stronger uh, because that's when we hold hands and, and pray together. That's when we, we make the uh, decision together. That's when we set goals together and say we're going for this. And as we're achieving those things, friendship is forged and strengthened. Uh, so uh, the things that pull other marriages apart then tend to bind you together more and strengthen your friendship. If you do not invest in the process of building a strong friendship, chances are that your relationship will go sour very quickly. So who really is a friend? A friend is someone you trust, talk to, share lives, experiences, and interests with hang out and are honest and vulnerable way. Unfortunately, very few couples were genuinely good friends prior to marriage. Though courtship should be focused on building friendships, and so you, you get into marriage and it's all about uh, physical attraction and all that, and uh, this tendency to over-focus on passion. And when passion starts to wane uh, and... Uh, uh, pressures of life drain passion from your marriage uh, and you're not fixated on physical attraction again, what then 
starts to happen is that you start to see gaps. And those gaps uh, are due to lack of communication because we're not really friends, we're not really sharing life together, you know, and things like that. Um, and, and it's at this point that you have to take responsibility for building uh, a strong foundation for friendship in your marriage. So I'd like to offer you some tips on how to build friendship in your marriage. Um, build friendship with the one that you have chosen to love. Okay, let's start out. The first thing I want to talk about is build trust through accountability and vulnerability. Uh, for example, never be away from your home without your spouse knowing your whereabouts. It's important to build trust in your, your, in your marriage. Friends trust each other. Friends can predict each other. You see people say, oh, uh, so-and-so person is my friend. He, he won't do that. Or she won't do that. Uh, she won't say that. I know my friend. It's trust that I've been built over a period of time based on knowledge. And uh, when you uh, want to build trust in marriage, you have to be willing to solicit, I mean, to, to give unsolicited information. Uh, so uh, just being vulnerable. I can say anything to my spouse because we're building friendship and I want to really be vulnerable. Uh, uh, some men hate it when their wives uh, call to ask, where are you? Uh, so guys, it's better to preempt that than to become uh, you know, agitated because your wife is always asking. Why don't you volunteer information? Ladies, it's the same thing. Volunteer information before and be each other's sounding board. Uh, tell your spouse things uh, that you can't tell anybody else. Get their impression, their perspective about issues of life rather than sharing those things with outsiders. Because what most people do is that you get a colleague at work, um, an old friend, that when things are troubling your mind, you find it easier to share with them than share with your spouse. You're strengthening your relationship or your friendship with the outsider to the detriment of your friendship with your spouse. So not sharing important decisions or challenges with your spouse uh, says that you don't value is our input. And you can't be building friendship with someone whose input, whose perspectives to life you don't value. Uh, so it says you don't trust him uh, with the things that are closest to your heart when you don't talk to your spouse. That's what it means. You don't, you don't really trust them with the things that, and you don't have to say it. They can read in between the lines. When I discover that my spouse is telling a friend something that I don't know about, what should I make out of that? But she doesn't trust me. I mean, she can't be vulnerable with me and it affects um, how we build friendship. So uh, the next thing is talk to your spouse, even about mundane aspects of your day. That's what friends do. Friends share things, simple things, and then we build on it into more serious matters of life and destiny. Uh, so friends talk about everything. Uh, ditch, you know, your business excuse and talk to your spouse. Uh, don't make business uh, stand in the way of bu building friendship. Don't let it ruin uh, friendship in your marriage or the fun in your marriage. Uh, thanks to technology, uh, there's no excuse for not keeping in touch. WhatsApp, um, you know, text message, voice note, all kinds of things today that can help you to keep chat chatting with your spouse. And yet you follow each other on social media, uh, comment on your spouse's uh, post, 
be the first to do that, especially if you if you find it early. And just make fun and have fun. Hang out with your spouse is another thing. Go to the cinema, to the beach, or other fun places with your spouse. Make sure that you are deliberately getting fond of each other. And that won't jump on you. You have to practice it. You have to think through it. How can I, you know, rediscover fun with my spouse? Crave closeness. You know, don't be a free radical. Don't be content with being alone for too long. Uh, always think, where's my spouse now? And what can we do together? Because that's what friends do. Uh, don't always insist on needing your personal space. I understand that sometimes you have, you, you have a need for me time. Uh, but me time should not stand, should not be too consistent. Uh, it's not all the time. Once in a while you have me time and you can talk about it and you, your spouse can give you some space. Uh, but focus the bulk of your time on building companionship, building friendship in your marriage. Uh, discover each other's peculiar areas of interest. That's another you know, nice thing. What is my spouse interested in? And how can I show a bit of interest in that area also. Even if originally I'm not interested in it, I can still show some interest. So uh, let me give a good example. Some ladies complain that their, their, their husband loves football too much and you don't want to watch this uh, maybe English Premiership or La Liga with your, your spouse. Uh, sit with your spouse and, 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 and enjoy it. Even if just 15 minutes. Before you know it, you know the name of his favorite player. You know the scores from the match. Your spouse can easily discuss a bit of soccer with you, and then uh, some bond is building. But when we don't have anything in common, it's pulling us apart because friends have, uh, have located what they uh, have in common, and they talk about it, uh, they build friendship around such things. So why not agree on some things that will bind you together, some things that you are interested in. If your spouse is interested in real estate and you are also interested in real estate, you can buy real estate magazines, look through together, have fun, just checking out uh, a new property around town. Uh, you know, before you know it, you have a common ground that you can build your life around. So don't disdain or demean your spouse's interest. Be an encourager. Be your spouse's number one cheerleader in the areas of their interest. Invest time in creating lovely and positive memories. When, you know, for two people to have things to discuss, they must have common memories. And when you don't spend time together, you don't have common memories. I can still look back to uh, holidays that my wife had in time past and things that happened, um, outings with our kids and what one of our daughters said that we can still laugh about today. And with that, we have uh, great memories uh, around which we can always talk. So plan to get away without the kids where you can enjoy each other emotionally, spiritually, physically, and, and, and bond a lot more. Also do everything within your power to get along with your in-laws. Your spouse will love you for your genuine effort at getting along with your in-laws. In-laws are important because uh, we spent the earlier years of our lives with our in-laws. So if you don't get along uh, with my parents or my siblings, and it's the easiest thing for you to cut them off, it's difficult for you to build uh, a strong relationship with me. So you need to reconsider that, be observant, uh, have uh, you know this, this knack for always looking out for what will interest your spouse. Have you ever wondered what your spouse friends see in him or her? 
that make them gravitate towards your spouse why don't you look for such things too maybe your spouse can be hilarious maybe your spouse is caring play it up and look out for that and get a stronger connection with your spouse don't be told about your spouse's generosity sense of humor or organizational skills uh, look out for it yourself and celebrate it and get attracted to it and you know observe and discover the gem that you have married finally I have a challenge for you call your spouse your best friend just say it you know because when you say something too often it gets into your subconscious mind and just your your mind starts to accept it and so the more you say it the more your mind accepts it so take a look at your spouse look at your your, your spouse in the high and say honey on this side of heaven you are the first and the best in my life and act like it your heart will soon follow your action your act will soon follow your action so do it practice it and i'm sure you will have a testimony of goodness and strong friendship returning into your marriage i hope this has been helpful please remember to share this uh, with your friends share the post- podcast with your friends and also hit the subscribe button until the next episode May your marriage and relationships be sweet.